Welcome to the You Just Run podcast. Here's your host, Ashish Sabu. Hello, friends, and welcome back to You Just Run podcast. This is our 10th episode, and I'm honored and privileged to have Dr. Anun Agarwal with us, who is a man of multiple talents. He's a cancer surgeon and oncologist in Indore. He's the president of Academy of Indore Marathoners and convener of Adventure Club of Indore. He's a fitness enthusiast and a role model for the young generation. A runner, a tracker, a cyclist, a mountaineer, and even a lot of people don't know, a violin player. He is credited with introducing the concept of marathon to Central India region, and he's the brain behind the annual indoor marathon and so many other initiatives around cycling, running, and other adventure sports in and around indoor. So without further ado, let's welcome Dr. Arun Agrawal. Dr. Arun Agrawal, welcome to the show. Hi, hi Ashish. I'm extremely thankful. First, thank, thank you for the very kind words uh, you used and uh, 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 a very warm welcome to all the listeners. I'm extremely happy to be on this podcast uh, and uh, we would be discussing about uh, the journey towards uh, uh, fitness and uh, positive health and uh, better lifestyle, prevention of diseases, and all those things we, will, uh, we, would cover, uh, we would cover in this particular discussions. Definitely, and definitely. Uh, and I'll, uh, I always uh, call you Arun Bhaiya, so I'll just call you Arun Bhaiya. Dr. Agrawal can... comes very unnatural. <laughs> so Arun Bhaiya, I mean, I, I, I've personally seen you run and lead the teams in Indore for so many activities. So I just want to uh, know, how did you get started into all this? Uh, were you a runner, a fitness enthusiast from early on, or was there something which kind of propelled you in this direction? Uh, no, I was, I was never a, a good, uh, uh, I was never a sports person in my college days. And uh, I was uh, overweight. Uh, after marriage, I gained weight. I went up to 93 kg weight. And I was not a fit person at all, you know. And uh, it so happened that uh, it was uh, uh, in 1993, on 17th February, one of my uncles was taking a group of uh, youth, uh, hostel group, to Saran Sangrala track. It was a track in the North District of Himachal Pradesh. And it was in February. He was talking to me on 17th February. I still remember the date. And then, uh, then he was telling that it's such a beautiful area. And that track was around 150 kilometers. And okay. what had to start from 31st of May uh, uh, in 1993. So I told, told my uncle, uh, Captain Navara, that uh, why not even you enroll me, uh, I would like to join. So he looked mm -hmm. to me in a very, gave a very dirty look and he said, Ki, such a big paunch. I had a big paunch because I used to drink a lot of beer at that time. So I had a big paunch, I was not physically fat. And he said, Ki, how you can uh, uh, do this? Uh, it is impossible, Arun. You cannot, uh, 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 it is, uh, you cannot complete that track. So just forget about it. So I said, Ki, uh, that must have hurt. Uh, please uh, take some advance money. I'm committed and I would like to join. So uh, he said, no problems, but uh, then you have to become physically fit. I said, no problems. I'll do that, you know. And same day I joined uh, very near to our house. There was a an hotel president. We had a, a health club. And there, there I joined the health club and uh, immediately started doing skipping, you know. I, just, I read at that time Rudy Hatano. Uh, I read the biography of Rudy Hatano that uh, like he was a champion of 
uh, badminton world champion for seven years from Indonesia. And he used to do skipping. And he used to do every day 3,000 skipping. So I had that thing in mind. If I do 3,000 skips, if I able to complete that before I go for this track, I'll able to do that track. So I started doing that skipping in that particular health club. Started with 50, with 100, 150, 100, 100k, two sets, you know, something like that. Slowly I kept on increasing. And in that bargain, I started taking care of what, what I eat and uh, decrease my intake of my beer intake and all those things. And slowly I became, started becoming fit. And you'll be surprised that uh, on 31st May, when before I, uh, maybe we had to depart for this particular track, I was uh, doing 3,000 skipping non-stop. Oh my God, wow. Yeah. And, and, and I lost around, at that time, I lost around 4 kg weight. And in that particular track, then I did that track, uh, Saran Sangla track. And I uh, did that track. I was the senior most person at that time. I was 37 years old. And I was the oh. person in that particular, all in that group of 40. And I could do that tra tracking very well. And I lost further 4 or 5 kg in that particular track, you know. So that's how uh, uh, I got hooked to uh, uh, trekking and later on I went for skiing. One of my cousins uh, took a group from IPCL to uh, Oli for uh, skiing and I joined that skiing in 1995 in January. So that trekking and skiing I did once in 93 uh, with the youth hostel and 95 with the IPCL group. And later on in 96, I formed an adventure club of Indore because I started liking that so much. And I started yeah. talking to my friends and, and, and then we organized a, a, a trekking program in Mandu. And there we called and we said, okay, we'll, I'm, we'll create an adventure club of Indore. So since 1996, now it is 24 years that uh, this particular organization is there. I'm the convener of that. And we have done some 18 major Himalayan treks since then, you know. We have done Everest Base Camp. We have done Anpuna Base Camp. We have done Mera Peak. Uh, mm -hmm which is the highest uh, trackable peak uh, in the world, 21,500 feet, very near to Mount Everest. We have done Kalash Mansarovar, I have done twice Kalash Mansarovar. So all these things we have done uh, uh, in this particular, in the last uh, 24 years, and we have done some 10 major uh, skiing programs to Gulmarg and uh, Manali and Oli and all those places. Sure. And wow, what a fascinating story. Yes, I Adventure mean, Family has grown up yeah. to around 350, 400 people are there who have like, and now we, uh, uh, time, time and again, we keep on uh, having some program or the other. Wow. So that is, that is really fascinating. Somebody just uh, said you can't do something. And instead of uh, giving up, you took it up as a challenge and turned the whole thing around. That is, that is commendable. And I think that is something our listeners should uh, learn from that. There is yes, nothing I which believe, is impossible. I believe that, uh, that, uh, that we have got immense physical potential. You know, so many things are untapped in our human body. Human body is very, very great. We have got great mental potentials. We have got great physical potentials. So we, we can definitely uh, uh, keep on increasing our, our, our endurance, our flexibility, our, our strength, all those things which are the various facets of the physical activity. We can keep on increasing it and we can keep on challenging ourselves that I can do it. Nobody can stop me. Once I think that because it's all a mind game. If I, if I think that do it. I can, I can, nobody can stop me. So that's definitely journey. Definitely. Was there, it's you know? a, it's a, it's a lot. A lot is uh, mental. As you said, a lot of people just give up before even trying. And as somebody said for running, you just need to take one step and the next step and just keep taking one step at a time. 
and don't yes. really think about where where you are heading and yes, soon yes. you will be running so uh, i i um, i'm really fascinated and um, deep respect for what you did uh, when somebody just turned you uh, off and said you can't do it at the age of 36 so that's incredible so you are now almost 60 so you said 24 uh, years you have been doing it and now you have run like uh, i don't know thousands of kilometers in various marathons and you have made people run tens of thousands of kilometers in marathons so talk to I'll, us a, a little bit about how how you got started into running when I'll, nobody I'll, in india indoor knew about marathon right i'll i'll correct you and at the age of uh, at the in 1993 when i went for the first trekking program i was 37 years old 37 okay and and adventure uh, club i uh, we established in 1996 you know so today oh, okay. i'm 64 running 64 you're 64 okay yeah, i'm running you don't look 64. that age and you you certainly don't look that age when you are running for sure <laughs> yeah so, so you asked about uh, how i uh, came into running part you know uh, ashish i was never never a runner in my life i was never an outdoor person i was never a, 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 at that time i was never uh, since uh, 1993 onwards, I started going to the gym. I started, uh, uh, we started going for skiing and trekking. I became a little more uh, physically uh, up and about. I started uh, becoming uh, uh, more uh, uh, physically fit. I was quite happy about it. I started talking to so many people about it. And that's how I could, we could create a group of people about uh, Adventure Club. Okay. All right. uh, I'm a runner. Running was my, always the last resort. I used to always think, even if I run for, say, uh, 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 50 steps or 100 steps, I'll become breathless. You know, that was my negative thought was there in my mind. So, uh, because nobody ever told me about running and I was never a runner, you know. At the most, uh, in the time, uh, I used to go to, for treadmill walking, walking, never used to even run on the treadmill. I was never a runner or sometimes a little bit jogging on the treadmill, but never an outdoor runner, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's happened that in, uh, uh, in 2011, uh, uh, news came in October. It was October uh, uh, 19th of October in Times of India. Uh, uh, we, uh, I read a news that uh, Poja Singh at the age of 100, 100 could complete Toronto Marathon, 42 kilometers of marathon. And wow. that, uh, just, uh, uh, that particular uh, news, uh, just uh, in my mind, it, uh, I, I just felt ki how a person can at the age of 100 can do uh, can uh, uh, complete a 42 marathon. I went into uh, YouTube. I saw Foja Singh uh, uh, more about. I learned more about Foja Singh. Right. I saw, saw his, some videos also uh, uh, on the YouTube, and and definitely and he was given the time of nine hours in Toronto marathon to complete 42, and he completed okay. that 42 in eight hours and 26 minutes. You know, at the wow. age of it. So, so for two days, two to, two to three days after that, I could not, you know, that thing kept on uh, coming to my mind. Okay, I am not doing so much of trekking and skiing. I call myself a health enthusiast. You know, I, I motivate people on health issues. And I was at that time 56 years old. So, so, so I felt that I, I, I have never done uh, uh, running, but I just felt that I should also, when Oja Singh can run 100 at the age of 100, so I'm just 50, 56 age. So All you right. can do it, you know. So I told my wife, and my wife happens to be a psychiatrist, Dr. Smithov. And she mm has -hmm. a good backing uh, on, on me in all my ventures and all my activities. 
but in this particular thing when as soon as i told that uh, that uh, i am going to take part in uh, mumbai marathon because i have uh, learned from uh, the uh, uh, media and other places that uh, uh, mumbai marathon is there on 15th of january 2012 so mm -hmm. uh, found out that uh, that marathon is there so i told my wife that i am going to run i have decided to take part in uh, mumbai marathon because that came as, a, as in my mind as a as a uh, that thought was never leaving my mind that i should do yeah. and, uh, and take part in uh, uh, marathon and and the first uh, reaction of my wife was because she is a psychiatrist she said tum pagal ho gaye ho tumhara ek karna padega you are you are a mad person because 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 uh, you never ran and how can you run a marathon you know so i said right. i would do it you know because because that is my compelling thought it has become ke uh, i have to do it you know and um, and i and i would do it uh, and then i found out how to get uh, uh, register and get a bib of mumbai marathon already the time was over so they said ki it, uh, it you can get a bib through a charity route and charity route uh, i i found out and and all these pe people who were my uh, members uh, uh, abhishek parwal and ashok khalani and a uh, couple of people who are presently in the committee of academy of indo marathoners i told them about uh, that uh, uh, we, uh, we are going for uh, marathon uh, in mumbai and i also found out i wanted to take part in 21k ashish but mm -hmm. now they said uh, it is impossible to get a bib of 21k only bibs available are, are 42k so okay. we'll, we'll do 42k but we were no wise we were not uh, like uh, we were not knowing anything about what is marathon is and mm -hmm. i activate 12 people you know including me and then 11 more people and we were 12 people i could motivate them uh, that we are going to mumbai and will take part in uh, mumbai marathon some people said ki they cannot take part i said nothing doing i'll 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 blacklist you from uh, uh, adventure club of indore okay <laughs> uh, this thing uh, elderly power and all those things and uh, anyway the nba and then 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 we uh, from the net we started uh, 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 learning about how to uh, prepare for marathon and uh, yeah. for, uh, for novice uh, what are the steps what how to do it we started going to uh, delhi college uh, uh, ground and we started running we started doing little bit uh, i still remember that even first first day even i could not even do 100 meters also i was become i became yeah. breathless you know and and that's how slowly slowly uh, we started taking uh, uh, every alternate day we were uh, practice started practicing uh, marathon and and uh, somehow and and you will be surprised that out of 12 people 11 people could complete 42 kilometers in the specified time wow that is amazing so so that, that was the beginning of the beginning of uh, a marathon and in that bargain you know because i was overweight we we did some training on the hard surface i had a stress fracture of my tibia a stress fracture of the tibia and oh. a stress fracture but even in that also so i would not advise ki people should Uh, jump to uh, to 42 kilometers slowly you know you should uh, take steps you uh, should do 5k then 10k then 21k and then 42k but definitely definitely you know and that was just a kill, killing killer instinct was there that i should do it and that's yeah i could do that's, it that's that's incredible story that that uh, you you got inspired by foza singh and he he is a inspiring personality no doubt about that and by fate of luck you couldn't even try half marathon so you just went all <laughs> about the train for full marathon the full marathon and did it and yeah, yeah i was and, i was on i was on i was on elbow crutches for uh, for 6 uh, weeks because i had a 
a small fracture of tibia while running i had a severe pain but i could complete that uh, 24 kilometers i could walk uh, there and at, uh, i i ran 24 kilometers and then uh, uh, only walked and completed uh, that marathon in 6 hours 45 minutes exactly 6 hours 45 minutes i took to complete that 42 kilometers and then next year then we uh, from uh, from 12 people next year then when when we created a group we were 27 people so for 27 people uh, at that time i i did 21 km and, and some people did 42 so that uh, group swelled up in uh, 2013 and in 2014 that swelled up to around 40 people so yeah, i was i was one of them i remember <laughs> in 2014 so in, sorry, i, I 20... credit i credit my running to uh, you i mean i i was there with a lot of other people and we had a ball i mean running uh, mumbai marathon was such a great experience And very 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 nice uh, ashish uh, and 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 then 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 the thought came ki like so much of uh, money we spend you know coming and going to mumbai uh, taking a flight staying in a hotel uh, and then uh, through the charity route people have to pay uh, in 2011 we paid 5000 rupees and to 2012 uh, 13 uh, 12 we paid around i think 6000 rupees in 2014 i think when you took part i think it was 7000 or 7500 something like that yeah. to 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 the charity you know uh, so uh, so we started thinking ki why not we do it in indore you know and yeah. i started talking to people that uh, that uh, when uh, uh, in uh, when uh, mumbai can do it when delhi can do it when hyderabad can do it when bangalore can do it indore is growing town so why not we uh, do conduct a marathon in indore and then as usual people were very negative uh-huh. they said indore is a foodie town and you are talking uh, that people should run there even if if you give them money if you give them 1000 uh, rupees also they would not you know and you are asking right. they you take a, take the, take a registration fee and and then ask them to run you know so that type of uh, feedback i got from majority of my colleagues and other places other pe- uh, friends and people you know but i said no it is something which is very very good it is something uh, 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 which would improve the quality of life because i am to cancer field from last uh, this is my 39th year in cancer field and every single day i see people suffering from chronic diseases people suffering from pre diabetes diabetes insulin resistance hypertension coronary artery disease and so many cancers and the cancers are also now shifting towards the left now more younger people we are seeing getting getting afflicted to uh, cancer and we all know that uh, a good physical fitness and uh, decreasing your abdominal fat and your uh, good uh, lifestyle you can prevent majority of these diseases because these are all lifestyle diseases sure so i determined the thing doing we would conduct a marathon here and we formed a group uh, of uh, Uh, which uh, and we registered it in the name of academy of indoor marathoners and in 2015 we conducted our first marathon and and when we formed it we thought ki at least we will try that we should go into four figures you know that people participating into this particular uh, uh, event uh, it was on 22nd of january uh, 2015 so uh, our our aim was that to at least register and at least people over 1000 people should be there you know and you will be surprised that so much of good response we got from people from indore and and, and indore, indore people and nearby people that over 15000 people 
took part in the first marathon of indore that was in 2015 and the, all the was to our team academy of indore marathoners and also i would give credit to our uh, mentor uh, mr kailash vijaywargi yeah. uh, our uh, uh, chief patron because he also helped us out in making this uh, marathon go you know ashish no definitely i i i clearly remember uh, those days i mean it it was uh, so much enthusiasm people were really pumped up and first ever indore marathon it was it was incredible and i was fortunate to be there for the first indore marathon and i think i i later on i ran one of those as well so our, incredible our theme, our theme on on the first marathon was uh, clean indore uh, green indore green indore clean indore green indore healthy indore Healthy indoor and and uh, one of the, the key things you talked about lifestyle uh, related diseases. I think for a country like India, running is uh, a sport which uh, hopefully a lot of people can take because it's a very easy thing to do. It's a very low cost thing to do, and you don't really need any equipment. You don't really need gym. You don't really need those uh, any expensive things, right? So it's even very even easy. if you don't have. good shoes you can do barefoot running also you can run barefoot as well so uh, really i mean yes. there there is no no real excuse and i mean we, uh, most of us have run the book uh, read the book born to run so we are born to run in one way or other so if we can do that and hats off to you for motivating literally hundreds of thousands of people around indore to take up this cause i always i always tell people that uh, that it is so simple you know because we are basically inborn runners we are we are royal animal uh, basically we are uh, animal and in our genes the uh, those things are uh, inborn you know but we have uh, with the modern lifestyle we have all forgotten all those things you know so when you when you take up running i want to tell you who are people who are not running or who are novice that at the age of 55 when i can i can uh, start running and i take a, and i could run 42 and since then i'm running you know i have taken sure. multiple marathons i did multiple marathons and i also Uh, did some triathlon also. I also did a lot of cycling of 200-300 kilometers, and uh, so when I can do at this age, so even you and anybody can do it, you know, because age is never a bar. Especially when we are 35, 40, definitely take a medical advice from your doctor about your basic parameters of your health. You know, your sugar, your cholesterol, your blood pressure, your electrocardiogram, your stress test. That everything is fine. Then you start progressing. Uh, into this line and and uh, and and also take part uh, uh, slowly you increase your uh, endurance your stamina and also take part in and also uh, do lot of uh, lower torso exercises and mid core exercises because lot of people when they start running they they develop uh, some strain in the back or they they, okay. they develop some uh, uh, runner's knee they can get a, get get a pain in the knee or the calf or they injure the uh, ankle or calf so slowly you if you start doing it under a good guidance you can take or so many things you know videos are available in the uh, right. youtube and take the advice and start uh, doing it and you become you can uh, you can even run at the age of 100 like for just saying you know definitely and and one of the th- things uh, i would like to reiterate what you just said was like take it slowly uh, take some guidance there is so much uh, information available on internet and youtube and i love what you are doing in indore also there are so many free clinics for runners so they can all go to one of these clinics and learn really and there are such great group of mentors there so always yes. take it slowly and start slowly don't overdo it because it's a life as we say is a marathon so marathon is also a long distance just 
try to do 100 200 1 km 2 km don't try to do 10 km on day one and then stress uh, sure yourself, here right? here i would like to add that uh, that uh, 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 21 km or 42 km is always a mind game especially 42 km is always a mind game and they say right. it is 70% is mind and 30% is your, is your body physical so right. because because uh, because when you are uh, running that uh, especially for the first time when you are running you will always feel where i have come you know i should mm-hmm. just quit the, because the, the there is so much pains and aches and so much discomfort you start having that uh, you feel ki uh, i should quit but uh, but uh, but the mind says no i should see the finish line you know and uh, and 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 that's experience of hundreds and thousands of marathoners ki when you cross the finish line then the life would never remain same so there is there is always a life before marathon and there is a life after marathon because if you if you did a 42 km that means ki you have done something so difficult in life uh, something so difficult uh, uh, objective you you have accomplished in your life that nothing else becomes difficult in life so every day every day day to day things in life become so simple and 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 you become so positive you develop so good uh, confidence in yourself you you develop positive imagery about yourself so it helps you in all the facets of life socially in in your relatives in your friends in front of your wife in front of your friends everywhere uh, on the social media you are always a always a hero you know and people start that is that is very very well said i mean uh, basically 42 km seems like such a daunting target but when you are able to set it and achieve it that uh, that creates a positive reinforcement in yourself right uh, you have more confidence that yeah if i can do that i can really take a lot of other challenges but on the same token i would like to also advise the uh, runners uh, or uh, our listeners that you don't need to run 42 to stay fit just run just move do something don't sit that's that's the main thing i think and a lot of uh, people these days also say sitting is the new smoking and especially with corona virus yes. everybody working remotely sitting on their chairs for the, a long time the, what would your basic, advice be to these people the basic recommendation is just uh, just 150 minutes uh, a week you know 30 minutes 5 days a week 30 minutes 5 days a week if somebody is doing it you are you are pro- right. major uh, uh it is it is for good cardio workout if you do so you will preventing heart disease you will be preventing uh, hypertension you will be preventing pre diabetes and diabetes because in india and also in the western world now diabetes is really increasing a lot see we are we are all suffering from uh, majority of us are suffering from metabolic syndrome a metabolic syndrome is where you develop abdominal obesity now if you talk about the whole world roughly one third of the world population is suffering from metabolic syndrome and in india uh, the, the 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 incidence is roughly around 40% is metabolic syndrome even young people are uh, suffering from metabolic syndrome where there where, where there is a central ab- uh, abdominal obesity they have got pre diabetes or diabetes their lipid levels are bad their hdl is low their triglycerides are high and their and their pressure is marginally high you know so out of the out of, the, out of these five things anything three things are there we call it as metabolic syndrome or syndrome x and it is all okay. because of bad eating habits bad eating mm-hmm. habits and exercise so so if you put uh, exercise into your itinerary 
at least five days uh, or six days a week, where 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 you can do uh, around thirty minutes of uh, some fast walking or little jogging or cycling or uh, skipping or sport jogging only or uh, swimming. All those things, if you if you can incorporate, it is very very good. It will take care of your endurance and your stamina would increase, and and your uh, uh, lung capacity would increase. And and the second facet of uh, uh, physical fitness is uh, your strength, which you can be, uh, do it by by doing weights. So by if if you do if you can keep, just keep uh, five uh, five pounds ten pounds dumbbells in your house, so lower but also weights. So you will increase the strength. So so you. prevent from osteoporosis your muscles would increase and your when your lean muscle mass increases then even even you are sleeping your your basal metabolic rate increases you know you are not going to put on that much of weight because when, when whenever we do exercise the the calorie burning of that exercise is during the exercise and just half an hour one hour after exercise okay, not right. 24 hours but when you put good muscles to your body then this these muscles keeps on burning fat even when you are like i am talking to you If I have got good muscles, they are burning burning calories for me. So even when I am sleeping, I have burns calories for me. So everybody's aim should be to 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 uh, uh, put lot of uh, lean muscle mass to their body, and you can do it by doing all these uh, weight training uh, exercises. You can go to the gym, or not necessarily a gym is required. You can even uh, take some small some weights or uh, terra band or all these things, and you can do right. the, the weight training. and the third facet of uh, any physical uh, fitness is uh, flexibility so uh, the this flexibility is uh, you can do by stretching yourself because with aging you you start getting stiffness of your uh, joints so, yeah. so to uh, all these uh, forward bending lateral bending twisting turning all those things uh, which uh, like in indian yoga uh, the, where where we we have all those various uh, asanas are there various postures are there so there yeah. they do increase your flexibility so all these three facets and with that you also increase your uh, your uh, coordination your coordination and balance of your body so even Definitely. some people call it as a, the fourth facet of physical fitness is the uh, good uh, posture and balance so so everything would go hand by hand if you do a little balance exercise you don't have to be a, a champion or a, as you rightly said ki you don't require to uh do a 42 marathon you can yeah. do just little thing and uh, just inculcate that habit in your uh day to day activities put into infuse it into your blood and you you would you find yourself that uh, you are much at par with other people much better than them and you are prevented from all these chronic diseases and you don't require the services of dr arun agarwal who is a cancer specialist <laughs> <laughs> definitely not i would i would love to chat with you on these things rather than some kind of ailment but you have rightly put it uh, in terms of physical fitness some of the basic things which we kind of uh, lose sight of because we are so busy that's what everybody says i don't have time for it, all these things because i get up in the morning i have so much work i have this i have that but if you don't find time for your body the body will make sure uh, it stops in tracks and then you will have to do things which which are going to be you know uh, not preventive but then those are those are going to be maintenance kind of thing so either you do a preventive thing by doing exercise or you will have to go under a knife which you won't like right get operated or to, something uh, to those people who says that uh, that i i don't have time for going to the gym or i don't have time for exercises i tell them that even in your day to day activity you can you can you can become physically fit 
don't start right. working uh, uh, you start using your uh, vehicle little less or maybe park mm -hmm. your well if if you have to go to say for a, to a supermarket or you have to go to your office park sure. it uh, half a kilometer before that and and walk mm -hmm. half a kilometer fast walk right. half a kilometer fast walk half a kilometer come back you know or use stairs don't use lift sure i never sure. lift in my my, my 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 our intensive care in my hospital is on the 6th floor and particularly uh, uh, three times or four times a week i have to go there for my patient, to see the patients i never use my i take a six uh, uh, stairs six flights immediately i just walk up and come down so so you can you can be active you can do little bit of gardening in your house you can right. do even some five minutes of sport jogging i said if you have nothing then at least do just get up in the morning and uh, after uh, uh, you fresh yourself and do little bit of five minutes of some stretching and some five minutes of sport jogging you can do and and the skipping is so good you know skipping exercise right. just keep a skip rope and if you do some skipping i think that is how how i started my 3000 skips uh, and for years yeah. together i uh, on <clears throat> doing those skips you know so that, so that will basically keep you uh, yeah there are so many easy ways of incorporating exercise or mo uh, movements basically in your daily life so there is really no excuse but there is one famous saying that you can't outrun your diet so i think even after you do all that a lot of your health is made in your gut so it let's talk a little bit about it because you you are uh, from the medical background i mean you you are a specialist in your field so you and in recent uh, days you have done some intermittent fasting and uh, on yourself you have seen some amazing changes so let's talk a little bit about that and what the listeners can learn from that ashish it's a, it's a very very good question you are asking and here i would like to uh, go little bit of details about uh, about the diet and and what uh, what we are getting it is not only the uh, obesity we are getting the diabetes also because also we are getting diabetes we are getting obese and and this is a metabolic factor and here i can tell you that uh, that uh, as i told that about the metabolic syndrome roughly one third of the world population which is a huge number is suffering mm -hmm. metabolic syndrome and 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 that and and because of that the leading cause of death today globally is heart disease cancers strokes and and uh, lung diseases chronic lung diseases so these are the four major causes of death in the world okay much much more than what we are seeing are the deaths about corona so this sure. is more than thousands of times more than uh, corona deaths so because because what is happening ki uh, 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 with civilization we have uh, till till 2000 1960s 1955 60s these chronic diseases was not uh, there much uh, uh, during second world war there was a paucity of food you know so mm -hmm. not uh, developing diabetes and high blood pressures and can uh, cancers and all those things that was quite low incidence was there in 1960s or early 70s when the when the first study in usa came about uh, about the recommendations about uh, food and uh, recommendations about uh, uh, and those food industry uh, who started making kellogs and uh, cornflakes you know they started uh, talking about uh, uh, taking breakfast because see our body is uh, not meant to eat all the time our body uh, there is a in, in our in, in in our 
uh, genes, they've got inborn traits about feasting and fasting. And feasting is that whenever, uh, the, when there, whenever there is a famine, wherever the, there is a scarcity of food, well, where the food is not available, like at, during those times when we were, when, when we used to live in caves, when, when before winters we used to eat more, you know, like how the grizzly bear eat and, and become fat so that he goes for hibernation. And he, 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 there is a, there is a fat inside and that fat, he gets the energy. So, so similarly, similarly, uh, even in our body, that system is there in our genes that, that, uh, uh, that we are, uh, we can do very well. We can do fasting. We can uh, get away without food for even days together without getting sick, without getting weak, without getting uh, uh, unconscious or we are, we are not going to die. If, if you don't eat for two days or three days, we are not going to die. Because those hunter, hunter, hunter men, you know, when you used to live in caves, you used to get some, some prey uh, uh, for uh, some time and, and for, for days together, the, the prey was not there, you know. So, yeah. so we, uh, we used to live uh, uh, without food, that those caves. Mm -hmm. If, if that, that is so, that the man would become weak, we are going to lose muscles and we are going to become weak if you, if you, if you, if you are uh, not eating, then the human species would not continue till this time. We could have been extinct long time back. So that particular thing is there that uh, we are, uh, but with the civilization, we started eating a lot. And first, initially, they added breakfast, a lunch and a dinner, three meals a day. Uh -huh. And then, then it becomes more, uh, again, food industry. The, they started pushing more things. And then we started snacking in between, you know. So now an uh, average person takes maybe five times or six times a day. It, he takes uh, in, in between his snacks also. So our body is not meant for that. And this is all has to do with, with hormones. Because to, and, and that's how people starts gaining weight. So here I would like to tell that uh, people who wants to lose weight because intermittent fasting, as you said, Kay, because I started doing intermittent fasting uh, in, in January. Uh, it was my another turning point in, in my life because, because I, I was doing trekking, I was doing skiing, I started uh, running marathons, but still my weight was not coming down below 85 kg, you know. Because at that time I was 93 kg, ultimately I came down to 85 kg. My weight used to fluctuate between, uh, from 85 to 90, 80, 80, 87, 88 kg, 89 kg, during in that range, you know. Okay. In January, I read a paper about intermittent fasting, and then I started, started reading more about the benefits of intermittent fasting. And that changed my life. And I started, started doing it from 1st of May. And Ashish will be surprised that, uh, that I, have, I have lost 18 kg weight since wow. then. I was, at, yeah, I was, I was uh, 89 kg and today I was 71 kg. And, I, and, it, is, and it's, it is so simple. It is very user friendly and it is not difficult at all. And it comes into your lifestyle. That is called fasting lifestyle. Right. Oh, that is that is incredible. Uh, 18 kgs, and you look uh, more radiant than uh, the last time I met you. So definitely, it has done wonders for you. And uh, one of the things, uh, as you said, feasting to fasting. I mean, uh, we say that in a, in a majak or joke, you know, uh, live to eat versus eat to live. But there is such a deep meaning to it. You know, 
a lot of people they are um, as you said are having breakfast and we are taught i mean it's it's it has become a marketing and a sales medium right you don't skip your breakfast have have cereals which are loaded with sugar or carbohydrates then have lunch then have snacks all these chips fried food things like that and indoor we are in indoor where we have food capital of the world i would call it so people yes. are eating a lot of uh, what we call junk food maybe so so yeah, what's your yeah. for yeah. uh, listeners you know yeah here i would like to bring a few points last uh, 35 40 years they started uh, the culprit uh, because people started because when they started eating more with the breakfast and snacks and all those people started gaining weight and slowly we started seeing the rise of these chronic diseases the graph was going up and up and up you know and uh, yeah. and, and 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 the uh, culprit they labeled towards fats they started uh, 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 putting the guns towards the fats you know and they said yeah, that's not good and last 30 35 years majority of the physicians even even including myself i used to advise people that eat small frequent meals and eat low fat diet low mm-hmm. diet and the small frequent meals this was the this was the uh, mantra of a uh, modern mantra of good physical fitness in these last 35 years but I, i can tell you and i i want to tell all the listeners that that has created a havoc that has created a epidemic of obesity chronic heart disease cancers diabetes and high blood pressure so this never worked you know and right. that's how uh, in 2000 uh, because fasting is very age old as i said ki even hunters are doing it for right. uh, surprise that in in vedas and puranas in in india uh, it is mentioned in yadurveda yadurveda is 200 years 1200 years bc before christ right it is uh, there is a complete chapter in sanskrit it is written in sanskrit but there is a complete chapter written on uh, fasting and and even in gita it is mentioned about the uh, uh, benefits of fasting even uh, gautam buddha modam uh, mohammad paigambar and jesus christ even they all advocated they used to themselves they used to do fasting and about purity of souls and uh, uh, becoming mentally strong they used to do fasting and they used to uh, uh, tell the disciples to do do that so this is there in our religion and religion of all the religions in the world the fasting is there but down the line we forgot the virtues of fasting and we started eating and our 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 life is now totally centralized on eating from from birth to death for yeah. every occasion it is there and it has to be celebrated it has to be celebrated with lot of food with lot of desserts uh, maybe anniversary or maybe a birthday party or anything is there and uh, you celebrate with uh, with uh, with uh, food and drinks and all those things so what here i want to caution is that you can eat because see nutrition is very important and we require uh, good good proteins we we um, uh, require some um, amounts of carbohydrates and we also require good amounts of some amounts of good fats you know in a balanced amount but intermittent fasting is uh, something which is not a diet because people have done if you uh, uh, open the net you you will see thousands and thousands of sites would would claim that uh, take this diet and that diet and oh, sure. diet and uh, uh, mediterranean diet and uh, paleo diet and uh, keto diet yeah. thousands of diets are available and 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 
is going to give such uh, benefit and this benefit and that benefit. But I can tell you that 99% of diets, they only work for six months and they are right. years. And here also I want to bring a very important thing that for weight loss, exercise is just 10%, five to 10%. Mm -hmm. You can lose a little bit of your weight by doing regular exercise. Exercise would help you in toning your body, keeping your mind up and about, you release your endorphins in your brain. So you, uh, there's a, a good sense of well-being. You feel very, very happy about it. There's a prevention right. of these diseases. But for losing weight, you have to definitely concentrate on what you eat and when you eat. So what you eat is you, you don't have to eat a uh, uh, lot of sugars because, because the biggest culprit is sugar. All sugars, white sugar and uh, refined carbohydrates. Number one is culprit is refined sugars and carbohydrates, refined carbohydrates. And number two culprit is vegetable oils. All these seed oils, again, which are very bad. We can talk about it later uh, uh, sometime uh, about, about this in detail. But here I would want to mention that these are the two big culprits, you know, Ashish. Sure, sure. And I mean, uh, it's a fascinating topic. As, as you said, there are dime a dozen diets and it's a trillion dollar industry, the whole diet and weight loss industry. But a lot of people lose the basic sight of uh, things which are centuries old. As you said, from Yajurveda time, some of these principles have been there, but people kind of tend to ignore those and just go whatever is the latest and trendy thing. And in six months, that diet loses appeal and then they move on to next one. And in the process, maybe they are uh, kind of uh, destroying their bodies because they really don't know what's happening inside. And then later on, it comes out in form of some or the other lifestyle disease. So we'll definitely uh, take another full episode to talk about intermittent here, fasting and things here like that. I would, that. in very nutshell, I would little bit uh, tell about okay, what is this intermittent fasting is. Sure. Uh, in detail, we'll work out later on. We'll talk uh, later on. Intermittent fasting is just a, a pattern of eating where you do time-restricted eating. There's a different difference between starving and fasting. Starving mm -hmm. would not never know okay, when the second meal would come. There's a difference between starving or when you, when you uh, reduce your calorie. Whenever you reduce your calorie, uh, like, like the biggest loser in uh, US show, where, where right. you have to lose the weight and you get uh, that uh, big money, prize money. Mm -hmm. And people have lost uh, around 40 kg or 50 kg. But majority of these uh, losers uh, uh, later on, because there is no reunited re, re uh, program, because right. all the losers have already gained weight and they have gained more than what they were uh, to begin, begin with. They lost. they lost weight by doing two things. They decreased their uh, caloric intake by 40%, by 50%, and they started doing exercise for seven hours, eight hours. These two things right. are going for uh, the, uh, the biggest losers. And that six months' time, definitely they lost weight. But sure. all things they gain weight. But what I'm talking is a fasting lifestyle where, where you, when you lose weight and then you are not going to regain weight. And this is a physio physiological loss, loss of weight. And here we don't uh, decrease our BMR. Whenever we start uh, uh, taking less calories uh, in our food, then, then body, body would, uh, uh, would conserve energy and the BMR would come down. Our basal metabolic right. rate would come down. So, so to keep the basal metabolic rate up and about you in, in intermittent fasting, uh, you don't uh, decrease your uh, uh, metabolic rate, basal metabolic rate. So here what you do, you only restrict your eating time window. You decrease your eating window 
because normally we eat for say 12 hours. Normally we say take a dinner at uh, nine o'clock in the night and we get up in the morning and uh, uh, take uh, our break, our fast by taking some uh, uh, food at nine o'clock, which we call it as breakfast. So right. hours, normally we do it. Some people do it 11 hours. <clears throat> they take uh, breakfast at eight o'clock. But you keep on increasing this time of not eating. So mm -hmm. you delay your breakfast. If you take your breakfast at, at uh, nine o'clock, I'll advise start taking at 10 o'clock. Maybe on alternate days, you start, you're, you have to do a metabolic switch in your body and metabolic switch would take few weeks. It would not right. take a day or two. It will take few, maybe a month. It will take for uh, switching your body. You want to, you want to uh, switch your body for uh, adopting yourself because you are, we, we are used to burn uh, uh, glucose, carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. That's the, the basic substrate of carbohydrate is glucose. So we are burning glucose. We want to change our system from burning glucose to burning fat, which is there, which is which is there in our body. Because when we right. keep on eating uh, uh, food, our sugar keeps on going up, our uh, uh, insulin level keeps on going up, and we get develop insulin resistance. And and insulin is a, a lipogenic hormone. It uh, it keeps on extra whatever the food is there. It keeps on depositing into your fat for that particular rainy day where the food is not available, but, right. but that day never comes, you know, and we keep on <laughs> sure. fat and we keep on becoming obese, you know, so, so to cut this particular cycle, we have to stop eating, you know, so stop eating for some time. So you decrease your insulin, uh, your sugar level. And in that bargain, you decrease your, uh, your insulin level. Insulin so hours of fasting, you don't go to 13 hours, you go to 14 hours. And, and when you stop, uh, breakfast, then I advise that stop taking breakfast because that is the most easy thing people uh, uh, can do it because in the morning and you can take uh, green green tea or you can take black coffee or you can take black tea also without sugar and without milk and and uh, you can take it uh, and you, you can also take apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar even Hippocrates uh, 400 years before Christ he used to take, he used to do fasting and he used to, to take uh, apple cider vinegar because he knew the virtues of apple cider vinegar because apple cider vinegar it decreases your insulin resistance, it decreases your appetite and you don't feel hungry, you know, when you take uh, apple cider vinegar. So you can, then you can postpone your uh, breakfast to 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock and then you can merge the breakfast with your lunch or maybe you can mm -hmm. early lunch. Normally if you take lunch at 1 o'clock, so you can take lunch at say 12 o'clock. So 12 o'clock, if you take lunch and you take dinner at eight o'clock, so it is eight hours of eating window. So from eight o'clock till next day, 12 o'clock, it is 16 hours of fasting. Hours, yeah. so this type of fasting is called 16-8. This is the most common uh, uh, thing, which is the most easy th thing to do. If it is difficult for you, you can do 14-10. So you do, uh, you can take the eating window from say 10 o'clock in the, in, the, in the morning till eight o'clock in the evening. You can take right. breakfast at 10. Uh, take uh, one o'clock uh, uh, your uh, lunch and, and take uh, uh, dinner at eight o'clock. So in 14 hours, you can start with 14 hours, increase to 16 hours, then increase to 18 hours. Then take your, uh, push your lunch further up, take the lunch at say, two o'clock and dinner at eight, eight o'clock. Or you can uh, bring down your uh, dinner to seven o'clock or six o'clock. Like majority of the Americans and Europeans, they take their right. at six, 6 p.m. So one can, in India, we are 
taking it at eight o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, you know. But don't take it beyond eight o'clock because again, that would uh, uh, not help you in decreasing your uh, weight and uh, cause a lot of other problems, you know. So this is uh, like uh, intermittent fasting, and then you keep on increasing it, and it has to do with insulin. And you'll find that you'll 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 start losing weight. Initially, you'll lose more weight because of your water loss is there, and, right. and uh, later on you will see that slowly you'll start losing your weight. So you have got various objectives about uh, fasting to lose weight, to for longevity. It has it has got it has created a big impact on longevity. If you if you read uh, David Sinclair. Who has written a book uh, by the name Lifespan? Dr. David Sinclair is a professor of genetics in Harvard University, and he has written a recently has written a book by the name Lifespan. And there is a clear indication that by doing intermittent fasting, you can increase your lifespan well beyond 100 years, because we are wow. destined to live for 120 years, Ashish. But we are not oh, that is because of diseases. We are dying because of old age. Because definitely dying of because of diseases. <laughs> this is fascinating and i think uh, we can we can talk uh, on and on hours uh, on this topic and before we realize we are almost into an hour on this recording so i i would like to thank you so much for your time and i had such a fab time listening to you and uh, your passion about not only fitness but about longevity intermittent fasting and just general well-being of people that is uh, just uh, very motivating so i'm sure we'll come back again and talk about intermittent fasting and longevity in one of the episodes uh any uh, parting thoughts to our viewers who are just sitting on the fence who said i i have never run in my life or i have never done fasting in my life what do i do so how does somebody start on day 1 and and continue for day 30 you know there's any, a great great advice? saying that that if you to walk 1000 miles take first step so you have to you have to say that you can do it most mm-hmm. is you have to have confidence yourself that you can do it and nobody can stop it and start doing it in a small way start doing walking start doing walking little fast uh, more more walking and then little bit of jogging walking jogging walking jogging and then maybe start start running you know slowly you would start doing it you will start developing confidence in yourself and strengthen your knee joints uh, take uh, take take advice from uh, some ortho or some uh, physiotherapist and they can guide you how to take care about your nutrition uh, your 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 uh, uh, knee joints take, take a, uh, advice from a, a nutritionist so a dietitian who can advise uh, about uh, about the diet part you know so all these things would help you in uh, uh, take a become, becoming more physically fit and and becoming more positive and uh, uh, and prevent from all these chronic diseases no definitely i i think uh, that's great advice and just one bit i would like to add is don't think of it as a chore you have to enjoy something if you start enjoying it by doing it then you will be motivated to do it and maybe find a partner because that is a great thing also right if you have a running group or a, a group of buddies who are waiting for you in the morning then you you feel in your bed oh i can't let them down let me get up and go so yes. i think uh, that that really helps also uh, build the reinforcement uh arun bhai it was great talking to you uh, you know it has been fascinating journey of yours so far and i hope you can keep inspiring all of us uh, for years and uh, future to come i'll circle back with you on more topics because you have a ton of knowledge and i'd like to have our listeners uh, gain from that but and thank see- you so much for this one and i'll see you soon and same here ashish i really really enjoyed uh, talking to you 
and uh, sharing my little bit about my knowledge to my the, the the listeners and i hope they would get benefited thank you very much thank you thank you bye 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 bye